Well, welcome to Dread No Mondays. I'm Kenny Ingersoll, and it's here today with Erica. Erica, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Appreciate it. Um, if you wouldn't mind, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Kenny, for having me on. Um, my name is Erica Barney. I am from Idaho Falls, Idaho, but I currently live in West Jordan, Utah. And I am an independent business owner. I've owned my own business for about three and a half years. And I'm a mom, I'm a gram, I'm a wife, and I'm a business owner. And um, I, I love what I do, and I love being crazy busy. As I shared with Kenny, I'm in my car having picked up co-op produce, and so it's just part of juggling life. So that's a little bit about me. Awesome. We'll start with that. What brought you to Utah? Um, actually, my parents divorced when I was little, and I wanted to get to know my dad, and my dad lived in Utah, and so I got a phone call that said, come to Utah, and I'll take you to the zoo, and so I was 19, and Utah was okay, and I, I finished school and, you know, just really wanted to I uh, get to know my dad and my dad's family better, and so I stayed in Utah and married to Utah and have kids with Utah, and so um, I still go home to Idaho quite a bit, but uh, live in Utah for now. Awesome. <clears throat> Thank you. And if you don't mind, we'll touch back on that in a little bit, um, but okay. what attracted you to being an entrepreneur, to being a business owner? Um, actually, Kenny, my, um, my dad passed away, uh, it'll be 18 years in September, and I had been invited to a, uh, I don't even know what it was called back then, it was about 20 years ago, and, um, I'd been in, I think it was called a success night, and it was with Mary Kay Cosmetics, and my best friend said, you know, I don't know if this is a good fit for you, but will you just come and be my guest? And I said, sure. And so we went to the uh, success night and um, my dad loved Rocky movies. And so the guest presenter that they had that night, her stage song was the Rocky song. And in that moment, Kenny, I just knew, Erica, this is the right place for you. You need to, you know, you need to pay attention. You need to listen up because this could be your opportunity to leave corporate America. And um, another part of why I left corporate America and pursued entrepreneur and fell in love with direct sales um, was that I have a little girl. She's not little anymore, but um, she was diagnosed with grand mal epilepsy. And so being in the corporate world 20 years ago, and maybe even still now, it's not, it's difficult to leave when your daughter needs you at home. And, you know, obviously things need to be done in corporate America, but you need to leave and you need to leave now. And I just really wanted an opportunity to work on my terms, on my schedule, and be able to be there for my kids. And so I, uh, continued, you know, to follow down the passion road of direct sales. And I've um, explored many different companies and have just, I feel like I've just recently found my true passion for what I need to pursue. And 
I just have never gone back. I'm not, I don't like to be bossed around, I think, Kenny. And so my husband, kids around, he's like, the reason you don't live in corporate America is because you don't belong there. You don't like to be bossed around. You don't like to be told what to do. And you like doing things on your own terms. So that's really what turned me on to entrepreneurship. So that's kind of how I am myself. I don't fit the mold of the nine to five, quote unquote. Yep. Yep. I like to be up and at them by six and I like to be done by noon. Yep. I like, I like the flexibility, the, the control that you have. Right. You know, um, and you mentioned, you mentioned your kids and whatnot and your daughter and stuff. Um, you said the you know certain circumstances have a role on some of your decisions, but what other impact to your your kids? How are they involved in your work? How does your work revolve around them? You know, how do you kind of make it work? Do you just kind of okay, mommy's at her office? You know, I'm not available for four hours. How do you make that work for you and your family? Well, Kenny, my baby is 17. Um, you have heard me share this before, but the probably the number two reason why I've stayed in direct sales and why I currently follow the passion that I do with um, fashion and accessories is that my 17-year-old, when I came into the company that I'm a part of, uh, really very bluntly said, Mom, why can't you join the company <clears throat> Excuse me, that you literally sell the jewelry off your body when you're out with dad. Um, and she, she had a point. And so being in a jewelry and accessories, uh, opportunity, I have, um, I'm not yet very good at it. Kenny, I like to have control and I like to be OCD and perfectionist. So I could pass the reins a lot more to my children. Um, because like I said, my youngest is 17 and then I have a 19 year old son who loves to, you know, help with shipping and packing and access, you know, getting orders together. So I could hand that off a lot more, but really for me, it's just the fun of it. It's not, um, I mean, yes, I'm on, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm on, um, you know, zoom calls and team calls and so forth. And there's a time and a place for that. But I really try to put that into my schedule while my kids are at work so that when they are home, I'm able to spend time with them. And because we're in the pandemic and my youngest has online school, I'm able to, you know, help her with homework and um, things that she needs to get done before I dive into my own uh, to-do list and my own calendar. So um, they don't, they don't do a whole lot of, I mean, they do. They're, they're all very good at bringing in customers and um, helping me as far as referrals in my business, but I still have the reins as far as shipping and orders, you know, getting to getting orders together and so forth. So they don't, they don't do a whole lot of that. Um, but they definitely do, you know, do what I ask if it's something that I need done faster than I can get it done myself. Awesome. Awesome. You know, um, you're able to, but you're able to make that work for you and your family. Um, you know, um, hand things off where you feel it's needed and 
take the reins where you feel is needed and wanted, whatever. Um, let's let's jump to mindset a little bit. You mentioned when you were a guest of that friends, and something clicked. Or something said, "Pay attention." What was what was your mindset like before walking into that meeting, and you know where where you started and kind of where you are now as far as like entrepreneurship versus corporate America? Okay, um, so at the to take you back to that to that moment, um, that was. 23 years ago in October and um, it's it's crazy to think it was that long and I've been in direct sales that long but for me Kenny it was about I was a single mom at the time um, I worked between 65 and 80 hour weeks um, I worked for the media department of an online corporate company and I didn't realize at the time that I wanted time freedom, that I wanted to be home with my kids and, um, you know, take control of my time. But like I said before, it just sometimes, um, you know, whether you want to call it your mindset, whether you want to say, um, you know, that it's your higher power, you know, maybe it's just something in your gut or in your heart that just says, hey, it's time for you to leave the opportunity, you know, that is literally dragging you down and draining your energy. And I didn't realize that my job was doing that, but I'm certainly glad that, you know, whatever force wanted to be reckoned with that night and that I was open to the opportunity, you know, I think not everyone is always open to the opportunity of entrepreneurship or, you know, being a part of direct sales company or, um, you know, following your passion, you know, maybe it's to write a book or to, you know, teach people how to be better financial managers of their money. Not everybody follows those passions. And I think it's super important to realize that it is your passion and you're going to be a lot happier when you do decide to pursue it. That and um, I like how you said pursue it. You know, it's not just uh, snap my fingers and here it is. Um, if you wouldn't mind diving in, maybe like the first couple of years of after you left corporate America, you know, um, you said you like 60 to 80 hours at your job. Was it kind of the same? Was it um, again, snap your fingers and all of a sudden you have all this time and money and you're your own boss and not a worry in the world? If you wouldn't mind, share a little bit of the couple, first few years or whatever of. Okay, sure. Sure. So I actually, as I mentioned, I, I was in the media department. I was the only female in that media department. And um, I worked with, with a, the large part of my team was, was, was men. And, and I loved that. Um, but when I left that company, I was given the opportunity to take my business, my book of business that I had built those seven years that I had been with that company with me. So coming into direct sales, Kenny, I really had a leg up. Um, most people would say nowadays, because I had a warm market to call and email and talk to in regards to cosmetics. So. I certainly didn't work 80 hour weeks. Um, 
I, I think I, I was still, you know, I was at least working the 40 hour week, um, especially when, with my young kids going to school and I utilized my time wisely while they were in school in working my business so that I could still be there supporting them with homework and so forth. So, um, but I, but I, I look back at it now and I have several times over the years and I'm very grateful that I had that warm market to, you know, give me a starting point to allow me to build a successful, uh, nest egg, if you will, a, you know, a, just a really strong financial story that would, you know, later catapult me to other opportunities within other companies, um, but still have lasting friendships and a solid network of people that are still willing to, you know, refer people and, you know, give me, give me good feedback um, in regards to what I do now. So you, you had that preparation in place yes. beforehand <clears throat> that helped out significantly, it sounds like. Yes, very much. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. <clears throat> what about um, like confidence? How was confidence between then and now? And, you know, what are some of the things that you do to help keep your confidence up and improve your confidence as well as mindset? Well, you know, Kenny, I'll be very candid and I'll be very honest. I honestly look back at my experiences and my story in the beginning of my career in network marketing and in direct sales. And I have to tell you that I truly believe my success back then was just being naive, being willing to um, just do what any, what everybody told me to do. The, the people that were having success, I hungered for that success. And I was very naive, but I was very willing to go to work. And through the changes of, you know, those of us that are entrepreneurs now and utilize opportunities like Facebook Live and, and you know, this, this uh, opportunity tonight of doing a Zoom call, back then, that wasn't heard of. You were really pounding the pavement, um, not necessarily going door to door, but you really relied on home parties and face-to-face -face connections versus now we have so much technology at our fingertips and so much ability and opportunity to do like you and I are doing tonight and just being able to connect to people, um, you know, if you're willing to go out of the mold, you know, to have a, a Facebook Live or a Zoom or a Messenger, you know, it's, it's so easy, FaceTime, is just you know at our fingertips and back then i didn't have that but i was hungry to be able to support my family i never wanted to go back to corporate america and i'm not saying that i never did because i did um shortly before meeting my husband i did have an opportunity to go back to corporate america and it was a good fit for the time frame that it needed to play into my life but um today we, um, with so much technology, 
at our fingertips that um, back then, like I said, back then I just, I think I was naive and, um, and I was just hungry to learn. Now my mindset has changed so much um, in the dreams and hopes and aspirations and vision that I have not only for myself, but for my family. Um, as I mentioned in the beginning, I'm a Graham. Um, I have a little granddaughter. She's almost three. And even though she wasn't, I, I wanted to be older. Let's just say that Kenny, when, when my daughter planned, you know, babies, I was like, no, I, I need to be this age. And I tell you, you know, sometimes Heavenly Father doesn't uh, do things according to your plan. And I'm certainly grateful for her. And so today, I work my business the way that I work my business and have the mindset that I have because I'm, I'm just determined. I'm just, um, I think I dream bigger. I, I know what I want and I have goals and a timeline of when I want to achieve those goals. And I think that's what's different than where I was 20 years ago. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you talked about uh, dreaming bigger and stuff, and then you also mentioned being naive and being coachable. Um, with a lot of coaches and mentors out there, and of course this isn't to throw anyone or say anything negative towards anyone, but what would you suggest or whatever for people seeking a mentor or a coach or someone to look up to, to better themselves. You know, with so many options out there, what's something you would advise people or recommend they do? You know, when I, when I have searched for mentors in my life and when I've had coaches and business partners and, and um, you know, just people that I wanted in my network, um, you know, there's somebody famous that says, you know, you are the equivalent of the five people that you hang out with. And <clears throat> I look back at the people I hung out with 20 years ago, Kenny, and I don't think there was anything wrong with those 20, with those five people, but I certainly have different five people I hang out with nowadays. And so when I look for mentors and coaches and uh, people that I want to help me move my business to the next level, um, I think it's important that you know what you want. And yes, it's, it's great to know what they can help you with and how they can help you move forward. But I think it's extra important if you know where you want to go, the timeline you want to get there and kind of like almost like a to-do list of expectations of, of what you might want in that coach or mentor. Um, you know, what is it that they have done? What are their accolades? What is their, um, I, I call it the famous list, but, you know, what is it that they have done in their life that attracts you to them? And why do you want to work with them? Or on the opposite end of the spectrum, because I think, I don't, I think you've been experienced to this as I have, where you have a coach or mentor approach you and say, hey, you know, I want to work with you and I charge this amount of money and you know, when can we get started? I think it's important to pause in that moment and say, wait a minute, 
what value and what opportunities can you give me by working with you? Make sure that you align with those things and that they're things that you want in your own end game, aside from just writing a check or charging your credit card in hopes that they can help you with what you want to achieve. Thank you. And I like how you mentioned, and I think um, from what I've experienced, a lot of people overlook, you know, just defining that and being more clear on what you want will have a huge impact in and of itself. You know, it'll put you so much further ahead than where you are just in that simple act. So I like how you mentioned that. And I know from experience that I've done it, you know, I've, or not done it, I haven't been very clear sometimes. And I've heard from many people that I've, that I follow or that I have as coaches, mentors, whatever, have said some of the same thing, you know, just be very clear to find what you want, when you want, you know, if it's a car, what pinstripe do you want? What kind of tires do you want? You know, be very clear on what you want. And the more clear you are, the, the more defined that goal will be. And those steps will become more clear to you as well, just in that simple step. And then you can more clearly define which path you want to take as far as mentorship and coaching to help get you to the next step or to the end goal. So thank you for bringing that up. I really appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> see, so just a couple of new questions real quick. And then what is one of the biggest challenges you've had with being an entrepreneur? <laughs> Um, just one. Or if you want to point out one or two. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I think it's just the balance of it all. You know, we've been talking this whole time on, you know, making sure that your intention is clear and, and what your goals are, you know, making sure that that's clear, that you have, you know, positive intentions in your life. And, I think one of the things that I personally struggle with the most, and, and I hope this isn't, you know, too vulnerable for who we're going to share this with, but I think that a lot of us could probably say we get caught up in the comparison of my chapter two to your chapter 10. And for a long time, I compared people in the industry that I'm in and because I've been in the industry, but not in the niche that I, that I have a passion in, um, I, all the time I would, I would tell my husband, you know, it's not fair. I'm not so-and-so or I'm, it's not fair. I don't have so much money in the bank or it's, it's not fair, you know, this and this and this. But when I really sat down, Kenny and said, okay, what does her chapter two look like to my chapter two? And then when I was on an even playing field of comparing apples and apples, instead of trying to compare the coconut in Hawaii to, you know, asparagus in Utah, then it became more, uh, more copable, more cope, able to cope with what was going on in my business and setting attainable goals 
um, so many times in my life, I have gotten upset with myself because I can't swallow the elephant whole. I'm one of those big dreamers and why can't I swallow that elephant whole? And so many of my mentors have said, Erica, it is required for you to take one bite at a time. You cannot possibly go from January to December, you know, with the snap of your fingers. So it's, it's setting those goals that are attainable, but realizing that your chapter two is not their chapter 10 and vice versa. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's very easy to get caught up in that and hard to look past that, you know, hard to see or to think about the work that they put in and the years that they spent and sorry. So thank you. Um, what would you say to people who are thinking of becoming an entrepreneur or just getting started in being an entrepreneur? Um, well, I think the smartest advice I can give you is don't quit your day job unless your plan B, your plan A is your plan B, C, and D. Um, where, where I have fallen short in my years of entrepreneurship is believing that plan B would always pick up my plan A. And by that, when I wasn't focused on my goal and, you know, whether it was discouragement or comparison or, you know, all those things that we've talked about today, um, just, just make sure that your, that your goal is just so clear and so laid out because not that I don't think that you can't push yourself if you were to just leave corporate America like I did. <laughs> and and follow your goals but definitely um just just make sure that your that your your eye is on the goal but that your goal is just so clear that that if you decide to leave whatever job you have you have passion beyond measure that is going to carry you through the bad days because there will be some. Yes, yes, that is very true. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Make sure you're very clear on that and have a, a plan and <clears throat> something to help push you through those hard times. So thank you for sharing that. Um, and then one last question. If people wanted to reach out to you and ask you more questions or find out more about what you do, where would be a good place for them to find you? Um, so I'm on social media. Um, my, uh, my Facebook is just Erica Barney. Um, there's a, it's a picture of me and my mom and my daughter for Mother's Day. Um, you can certainly email me at uh, the bling revolution at outlook.com. And, um, you know, Kenny, you're, you're welcome to attach those links if if need be, connect with me. I'll get you, you know, spelling. Sometimes uh, people get caught up in the spelling of bling. Um, or, you know, if if need be, I'm more than welcome to, more than happy to share my phone number. And you're welcome to text me or call me at any time. Awesome. Thank you. And again, thank you, Erica, for being here and being part of Dreadnought Mondays. And 
We hope this was good information for everyone out there, and we'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much, Kenny. Thank you.